Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and we're joined by Stu Kedwell, the co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management for Stu's Days. Stu, welcome to uh, the podcast again. Morning, Dave. Thanks for having me. Thanks to everyone for listening. I know a lot of investors are watching uh, watching the markets in, in both Canada and the U.S., and as a result of COVID-19, so many people working at home, so many behaviors being forced to shift by uh, the self-isolation quarantines that are going on around North America. And now we're, we're re-emerging from them. But, but while quarantined, there were some areas of the market, uh, particularly around technology, uh, that have been big winners. And, and from your perspective, Stu, uh, as, as the economy reopens and as people start going back to work, do you think these areas are going to be continue to be the winners? Are are we going to see some other areas emerge, or or how do investors put all this together and think about it? It's a great question and something that uh, we spend a lot of time uh, thinking about, and and you really have to almost go through company by company. Um, you know, as you point out, you know, so far the stock market has has really rewarded a bunch of companies that have really no exposure to anything that might be hurt by legacy issues of COVID and also have, you know, tools for the, what people perceive to be the new economy. I think the hardest uh, question for those stocks is whether or not there's no question that they will grow, but whether or not the growth lives up to the very strong expectations in their stocks, you know, that's, that's a different, a different question. You know, where we find, where we find a lot of interest right now is, you know, we kind of ask ourselves the question, like, you know, I remember growing up and someone to say, well, why do we do that that way? And someone says, well, we've always done it that way. And, um, you know, COVID kind of threw that under a bus, right? And, uh, you know, a lot of things uh, got changed very quickly. And some of those things will have real persistence, right? So, you know, so, and, and the stock market has been successful at trying to, you know, eke out winners and losers, but you know, things like movie theaters and commercial real estate, uh, you know, there's going to be some challenges for some of these assets because, you know, how we use those businesses uh, might really change. And it's not to say that that they won't be useful. It's just whether or not they will generate enough cash to, you know, pay for a return on the old values. And, and that's, uh, you know, that's really a question. You know, the one area that we do find quite interesting is the the acceleration and the digitization of the economy, it's going to have big implications for financial services, for healthcare, for all sorts of service delivery. And, you know, what we might find coming out the other side is using some of these digital experiences that the productivity of those businesses can really accelerate, right? You know, you think about, you know, we, you know, one of the terms we're using is digital real estate. You know, the number of times you know, while you may not go into a bank branch as frequently as you did, you might be on your app 10 times a day. So how do you use that app to, uh, you know, sell your services, to market your business, to provide advice? You know, those things are really going to change, but there's going to be a lot of opportunity for traditional businesses as, as, things, uh, as things reshape themselves. Yeah, and 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 we 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 were we were talking before about just just that idea that uh, if if you go back to uh, the 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 origins of the internet and and the tech bubble of the nineteen nineties, uh, which which many investors listening will 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 remember, uh, and a lot of excitement around some of these tech names, uh, but some of the the ultimate winners were large corporations, uh, old large corporations 
that figured out how to to put these these digital technologies in place and create different client experiences. Uh, and because of the uh, effectiveness of those companies, just in terms of being strong, strong managers of their businesses with new technology, they came out as big winners out of uh, out, out of the technological innovation. No question, because you know they bring brands to the table, they bring um, people, management, employees, and they bring resources. They have cash, so you know when you come at these businesses from a competitive standpoint, unless your first initial offering is so spectacular that it unseats them, they have a tremendous ability to you know take a small shot in the arm and say, "Wow, that you know we're going to get at that," and then once they get at it, it's pretty powerful on the other side. So, you know, we, you know, we really think about those, those three attributes and, and increasingly research and development and your tech spend, you know, those become assets uh, to drive the future of your business versus, you know, in the past, I think some people thought about them as expenses to really, you know, just drive processes inside your business. They're going to drive new opportunity. Wow. So a lot of things for investors to think about and for uh, professional investment managers such as yourself, uh, these are the kind of things, these trends that are emerging out of any crisis or any uh, particular period of innovation. Uh, they're things you constantly have to keep in mind uh, to keep your portfolio ahead of the game. Uh, Stu, that was really insightful. Thanks again for your time. Great. Thanks, Dave.